Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore. Or welcome back to Pod and Gore, if you've listened to the first couple. Um, I'm happy to be back. I don't know about you. My um, name is Justin, by the way. I forgot to do that part. <laughs> I was going to let you do your thing this time, man. Uh, welcome. I'm Brandon. And yeah, I. it's been so long since we actually recorded. I mean, I, we just uploaded like a week and a half ago, but it feels yeah. like it's been Well, months. yeah, because I mean, it, it and it has, because we recorded a couple and they were in the can and ready for when we were ready to launch. Right. And then you had some stuff. I had some stuff. Just too much stuff. I know. And not it's a enough lot of good stuff. stuff. Well, I mean... To be fair, I got married. I went to yeah. Hawaii for a week. Like, that's good stuff. Sure. But I'm like, I'm fucking back, dude. Okay, Let's I talk record. about some people getting <laughs> killed about, like, on a train. I mean, right? I want to see people's eyes get knocked out of their head and then talk about it. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> so, without any further ado, at least for us anyway. Right. Let's get into this. Um so my this one was my pick, which right. is why I did my shitty, stupid intro where I forgot to say <laughs> my name. It was horrible. I was almost waiting for you to be like, let's let's redo that. Yeah, it's just it's fine. And I've then only that been... way I could tell you you can't be doing that. <laughs> like I did to you right. for the first episode. Exactly. I was really hoping I'm like, just give it to me, dude. Let me do it. Yeah. I've only recorded like three hundred episodes of podcast in my life and shirts. Sure Wouldn't have known by the intro to this one. No. But if you listen to the old episodes of my other show, it it's not would. bad yeah <laughs> it's all right um so i i picked this one i wanted to do a little off of big franchise kind of like brandon did with lost boys right and and, and like it's kind of funny because clive barker is like not really off track horror like he's no. a i mean he's no he's not west craven but it's Clyde Barker. Yeah, he's you know? like second or third on the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's Hellraiser. Up, yeah, he's up there. Hellraiser. I can't wait to make you watch that. <laughs> Somebody just send us a message saying, make Justin watch Hellraiser. I did watch the first one. I don't remember it, and I don't remember liking it, but I did watch it. I just I, never watched any of the sequels on purpose. <laughs> you ready for a little Hell on Earth, dude? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I picked Midnight Meat Train. So let's get into some uh, cool factoids. Right. It was released by Fantasia Film... Uh, at the Fantasia Film Festival, July 19, 2008, and it was in theaters August 1, 2008, uh, mm-hmm. to the secondary market. It only showed on 100 screens, and it was quickly released to DVD, mm-hmm. which is where I saw it. Right, same here. Yeah, I uh, I had a buddy. I still did? do. Oh, really? Yeah, he, and uh, we met at work, and he would always go to walmart and he'd pick up these really shitty b movies that were just terrible looking and like, i'd always give him a hard time about it like digging through the bins or just like yeah, just I mean, going and through just and trying the, to pick something being like yeah just those direct to dvd you know shithole horror movies and i went with him one time and i saw the title mm-hmm. and i mean to see anything that says midnight meat train i had to look at it just for the joke alone right because it's I love this movie, but that's the dumbest title. It's a horrible title. Like, and if you go, like, you can kind of go down a rabbit hole with yeah. theories about why it's called what it is. And yeah. And then, like, and I totally get, the, like, it fits. Like, but... hidden meanings about why things were the way that they were. And mm-hmm. it was like Clive Barker's way of saying this and that. And it's like, 
It's just a dude <laughs> hanging people up on hooks. I don't yeah, see Jack, any. He's a butcher and he's on a train at midnight. Ulterior that's, agendas that's... here, right? Uh, but then, yeah, and so I picked it up and started reading it. Saw the cast list, which I'll get into in a second, mm-hmm. and I was sold. And it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I would put it if we ever do a ranking of horror movies. I don't want to jinx myself, but I could see it being in my top ten. Really? Yeah, I love this movie. Well, fair enough. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, it had a uh, box office of three point five million with a budget of fifteen million, uh, which is not so good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I almost thought you had your numbers backwards for a minute. I I'm did like, too. Where? I read it twice <laughs> before I read it out loud. No, like, no, that's right. right. Did, it, did it really go that bad backwards? Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Roy. I'm going to say this so bad. I'm so sorry. Raye Kitamuri. Kitamura. <laughs> I'm usually really good at pronouncing things. And it was written by Jeff Bueller based on Clyde Barker's 1984 short story from volume one of Barker's Books of Blood collection. Nice. I, I have his book, The Hellbound Heart, which is what they drew uh, Hellraiser. Hmm. But, like, I thought about trying to get into some of his books because I wanted to get more into the whole Hellraiser, you know. I know it's not a Hellraiser episode, but, like, with Clive Barker's books, I wanted to get more, like, that more backstory than just what you would see in the movies. And yeah. it's, like, trying to find out what books they're in, like, you got to do some digging, but yeah, I'm with you. What? No, nothing. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, well, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> while you were talking, I was looking up. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> well, while you were talking, your mic is askew. I was trying to do it without oh, telling that's you. That's what you're doing. I'm like you're fucking doing magic fingers over there, dude. <laughs> I was going to look up the name of the director while you were talking, and then mm. I just started laughing because well, uh, I'm like, I can't pronounce that either. No. R-Y-U-H-E-I. That's the first name. But it's got the little... Yeah, I think Kitamura, Kitamura is Kitamura. right. But it's like Ryu, 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 Ryu. But it's got the little... It's Thingy. Not, yeah, like the... Yeah. Like the almost it's like, hard to say. Yeah, it, the It's very hard to say. Could Google it. Uh, the film stars Bradley Cooper, Leslie Bibb, Brooke Shields, Ted Raimi, and of course, Vinnie Jones. And that was enough to sell me. Yeah, it's a good cast. Yeah. Uh, for those that haven't seen it, I have a very brief bio here, or not a bio, but a synopsis here. Uh, the mm-hmm. film follows a photographer who attempts to track down a serial killer dubbed the Subway Butcher and discovers more than he bargained for under the city streets. Boy, does he. <laughs> and boy does he i wish you could saw the childlike eyes when he fucking looked up and said that i was (laughs) just for your impish laugh alone oh god fuck you impish (laughs) mostly supposed to be complimentary Uh, it was originally supposed to be directed by uh, patrick totopoulos but he left in 2004 uh, or it was supposed to direct in 2005, but he left in 2006. Okay. Uh, it was going to shoot in New York, but it had to move to L.A. due to prohibitive costs. Because, you know... They filmed in it in L.A.? Is, yeah. Cause it, and I know that it's like a Cooper thing. It, had, it didn't seem like L.A. It had more of a Philly vibe, which mm-hmm. I think is like kind of his thing. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that... I don't know... I don't know how many movies he did before this. 
but like I don't I don't think he would have had the Bradley Cooper pull to be no, like No, probably not. It was yeah, this was all from what I could tell budgetary. Mm-hmm. Uh there are actually scenes from this film that appear in other Bradley Cooper movies, including 2012 Silver Linings Playbook and also in the opening of Out of the Furnace from 2013. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And last fun fact before we get into deep diving into the movie, uh, Clive Barker actually provided some of the paintings in Susan, which is Brooke Shields' character's gallery. Right. I didn't know that, but I I, I know that he's an artist. Like yeah. I watch things about his paintings and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. So some of his paintings are actually in that gallery. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But that yeah, that's kind of cool. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, now you know. That's <laughs> half the battle. That fucking guy. <laughs> you know I was going to say that, and you cut me off. Too slow. It's been uh, a long week. <laughs> uh, so that's it for my fun facts and our uh, deep dive into the history, even though it wasn't that deep. It really that's, wasn't. Well, well I mean, that's one of the things with these independent movies is they're kind of... Yeah, and there's given not the much fact to that it. it only made what it made, there's... Yeah. I mean, Reason there's. We've been seeing recently there's some sequel talks, kind of, but very not, recently, actually, yeah, this like think, last week. Yeah, like the the screenwriter came and said that he wanted to do, he wanted to get more into, yeah, the mythology know, yeah, and all the crazy yeah, shit that more, goes on. Yeah, I mean, is this the only train? Is it in other cities? Could we get Bradley Cooper back and see how he's doing as new mahogany? Yeah, we'll get into that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't Spoilers. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't even started going into the notes, and you're like, we're just going to ruin it. Let's see it. But then again, this movie's you, been out for 11 years, so if yeah. you haven't seen it, then... Yeah, well, we should I start, know. I guess, it, it, maybe our next episode we'll start saying, hey, if you haven't seen this... But I also think that, like, if... You also know by the title. Yeah. So, like, back when you used to do your podcast and you would talk about movies. If I haven't seen it, I would stop it where I was at and then I'd just come back to it later. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into when you click an episode Fair called enough. the midnight meat train. That's, I mean, how could you not know? Right. I knew when I picked up the case, you're like, this is gonna... my kind of movie. Yep. <laughs> got right time of night, <laughs> right time of food, right yeah. type of food. Right. Trains are cool. You know, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, all right, well, Go ahead and kick us off with your notes. My first note that I took was cool visuals because I love the way this is shot. Yeah, there, yeah, there, and you see it quite a bit throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Very interesting camera angles, yeah. um, reflect uh, reflections that you know, if you're not paying attention, you'd miss it. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, it happens later on, but like with the blood on the ground from the person hanging upside down. And like, you can see the reflection of them. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just stuff like that. That was, yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah. I I think that's one of the things that first really drew me into the movie. Cause I mean, right off the bat, they're doing some really cool angles, really Mm -hmm. interesting lighting choices. I mean, it's just visually for no other reason. It's a really fun, cool movie to watch. Yeah. I agree completely. Uh, and then, of course, the blood-soaked train opener, which was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty gnarly intro, dude. <laughs> well, and it, bl- I, I like that it kind of wraps back around. I almost kind of forgot about that. It does, doesn't it? Because it, yeah, yeah. it comes back around with the same guy. Yeah. 
It's they're basically showing us the ending at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Which, I feel like an idiot because I didn't even put that together. I'm like, why are we seeing this again? Like, I yeah. mean, I, I, it's obvious, but like, I knew that, but I didn't put that yeah. spin on it, being like, yeah, this is a start the begin, you know, end, and then work our way back to it later. Yeah. And you don't think about it, and it's not at all. It's not presented that way. Uh. Uh-uh. It's not like, you know, saying, you know, present day. Yeah, it's not like six months later. (laughs) Right. Five months ago when Bradley Cooper didn't shave his head. (laughs) Yeah, that that intro was pretty was pretty rad Mm -hmm. and just blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Slipping and sliding. That's the best way to start any horror movie. It really is. I mean, you got to grab them and then what a better way to follow it up. Then with a close-up. Of Bradley Cooper staring at you? Yeah. Dude. I have that right in my notes. I said Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper is ready for his close-up. Yeah. I have Bradley <laughs> stares at me and takes my picture. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> He's Rocket Raccoon. I mean, come on. Oh, God. Who doesn't right. want that? Yeah, everything's a Marvel reference to you because everybody's been in a Marvel movie now. So. <laughs> Even Vinny Jones. Well, he was an X-Men, but. <laughs> the less um, talked about that the better so we'll move on oh god yeah um i don't i'm it's been a week about a week since i watched the movie yeah me too and so like a lot of the notes i have i'll try to remember exactly where it was but i don't remember it, was it in the diner where the dude said punctuality is a virtue for the mediocre like i wrote that down because i love the no quote. it's when um it's when he goes to meet Brooke Shields. That's what she says to him. Okay, it was her. Yeah. Right. But I wrote it down because I, I, I thought that was a, a, a... It is a good line. I wrote down that Brooke Shields thinks that Bradley's a failure. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> he does. I mean, she really rips him apart for what I thought were quite nice pictures. Well, yeah. Better than I could take. At I, the same time, didn't the guy, didn't his uh, friend say that, like... She liked him. Like yeah. He got more time. Like, how much of a B is this to somebody that she doesn't like or is yeah, not no, impressed kidding. with? Like, this woman would probably make me cry. Also, just a quick side note. We're talking about bloody, disgusting murder. Did you really just not want to say bitch? <laughs> hey. It's a kid's show. Mind now your... let's talk about some uh, bloody trains. <laughs> Mind your own I, business. I thought it was weird. And this is... I didn't think about it the first several times I've watched it, but watching mm-hmm. it in more critical view this time, Cooper's bloody train dreams. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, like, is he predestined to become this person? It is that the thing? Does he start having the dreams after? Before. Like, I have it like on my third thing here, third or fourth thing down. The only thing that I like, yeah, because I have it before he saves the girl who dies, right? And he um, sees. So this is before he even starts digging. It could be pre. It, I mean, it could be destined that that was. He was supposed to take his place. That he was. That was his calling. I guess, like. Maybe I don't want to say like force sensitive, but like maybe <laughs> you know maybe. Um, yeah, maybe that is, uh, a thing that's happening. Yeah. Could be. I, I mean, it has to be because otherwise it makes less sense. Yeah. It's kind of random 
to be like having those dreams. I wasn't sure if he started having the dreams after he saw Mahogany for the first time mm. or Yeah, not. it was before. Okay. We'll get yeah. He has more crazier dreams, so we'll get back to right. I just I wrote down my notes is that he you know, after that the start of the emphasis on uh capturing the city's true nature mm-hmm. and they reference the heart of the city a lot and like that's when he starts to go out and yeah. take pictures and you know try Be to all get crazy risky and stupid and... yeah Sick. yeah we'll get into that yeah. like you are a fucking dum-dum and you are horrible at being <laughs> inconspicuous yeah like <laughs> terrible especially when he starts falling mahogany yeah but... like and it's like Okay, he tries to be sneak, and we're fast-forwarding just a second here, but, like, when he's got the phone down by mm-hmm. his waist and he's taking pictures, like, yeah. he's trying to be sneaky like that, but then he looks at him, the dude's just staring at him, like... Yeah. Like, and also, wanna... how do you know your shot's good? I yeah. mean, you're taking it from your crotch. Like, how good's your angle gonna be, really? You he's ne- not that tall. No, and I can attest to that, because, like, with my FaceTiming my wife while I'm on the road, and I'm talking to my daughter, she cannot point the camera directly at my daughter <laughs> to save her life like she'll hold it off like this so that i could talk to her but like i could see half my daughter's face and i'm like to the left to the left okay there we go much like, better yeah like taking pictures from down there i mean unless it's a professional thing that would be he's one hell of a photographer let's give him that well and then he gets all gangster trying to save that girl and i do like <laughs> i always like the scene where he points out the camera yeah that was clever I, yeah i was like oh just like but like was that his plan the whole time? Like I it, hope so. It, it had to be <laughs> like you're like that dude looked like he wanted to like cut your face off. Yeah, and he would have. Yeah, definitely. And, and if no one else did later on, he he probably would have. Like, yeah, I I don't know. Well, that, that's I mean it goes back to the not being conspicuous thing. It's like you're just abruptly going up to this person being <laughs> yeah. mugged. Right, and, and you're just, just gonna stand there and take pictures, like. And I have a feeling that if they didn't notice him, he wasn't going to say or do anything to help. No, he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets worse. Oh yeah, as, the he's, movie goes as on. he slowly starts to lose his mind. Is like, it that slow? We'll get to that later. Well, <laughs> I, I feel get, like it happens pretty quick. Well, I mean, I guess if you think about, um, like the, how many days or whatever this takes. Yeah, I mean it's several over. weeks, I would imagine. You would think so, but I mean, if you think of like, if you think of it in the, like me thinking back watching it, I'm like, didn't this this happen over like three days? <laughs> <laughs> like then, it, if that's the case, then no, it was not slow at all. <laughs> like no. he went, he goes zero very to crazy 60. very quickly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's why Robert, he tries to be brave <laughs> to get the shot, outsmarts him with mm-hmm. the camera. And then you get the first glimpse of Vinny just being a gentleman for his mm-hmm. uh, victim there. Yeah, let the me door hold open. this door for you with my ring hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, thinking ahead, like, when he's looking at the pictures and, like, he sees the hand, like, that's a real, really minute detail <laughs> to be like, okay, I see a hand holding the door open, but then I can actually make out the logo on the ring. That, I... I want a camera like that on my phone because that's better than high def. Yeah, like, because that camera that's was... That's almost x-ray. Yeah, that <laughs> was a camera in 2008. Yeah. Like, I have a iPhone XS Max. Like, it's got a good camera, but I don't <laughs> even think that I could zoom in and make out details on somebody's ring. No. You know, like... 
And that's if I was taking a picture like sitting across from you. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd be- barely be able to make out the Flash logo on your shirt there. Um, but yeah, just... Uh, Are you hold- losing your place? No, I was just thinking about where to go with the, with my next note because I didn't... If you had anything else you wanted to add to him holding the door open, I mean, there no. wasn't much after that. Um, I wrote that... Vinny Jones as Mahogany in this movie, um, he reminds me of the Transporter if the Transporter was a serial killer. Isn't he? Right? Well, I mean... <laughs> a mean one. Well, yeah. I mean, think about Transporter. Transporter is doing a job, very strict, yeah. with the rules, mm-hmm. doesn't break them, clean as shit, on time, all that kind of stuff. And Vinny Jones is kind of the same way except for... Instead of like driving you somewhere, he's gonna wait till you guys are driven off somewhere, and then he's gonna fucking hit you in the back of the head with a giant mallet. Yeah, because that's like not a, a gentleman. Meat... Yeah, because it's not a meat tenderizer. It's like... not. Well, meat tenderizers have the little spike things. On yeah, them. this was it flat. Was... Oh, well, it must. I am. I would imagine. I guess it's a different kind of like when you're it... flattening meat. Right, and it could be, but like that thing was chrome. Yeah. Shiny as hell. Yeah. And it was the size of... I could see why it would knock somebody's eyeballs out of their head because it was the size of somebody's head. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it reminds me of just the transporter with how clean he is. Yeah. But yeah, you're not going to live. No. Which gets us to really our first full-on death scene, I would say. Yeah, with the girl. Was it? No, well, no, because you don't see the girl die. She oh. she shows up missing. The first death scene you see is Sam Raimi's brother, Ted Raimi. Oh God damn it! Okay, uh, which is why I have in my notes Ted Raimi should listen to his wife. Was that with the three? Yeah. Okay, so I remember the three way. I bet you do. Uh, <laughs> hi uh, The three-way conversation they had, all three of them died, but I thought there was... I thought she was... They showed her sitting in the chair and then him walking up behind her. She was on the oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, true. I Yeah, I don't have that in my mouth. It was really weird. Like, they sped it up. Yeah, because It was because really strange. Did they knock her eyes out? Because I know they no. knocked the dude's eyes out, but... No, so the... Oh, it just went boom and it was like blacked. Kind of, like you see, he hits her in the head, side of the head, and then her... Yeah, that's a big mallet. Right, but see, at the same time, it is like, it is a tenderizer. On the huh. small end, the set, the the end he doesn't hit with yeah. does have the, the, the spiky ridges there. Huh. But So that's more to give it weight. It must be. Where did you find that at? I just googled midnight meat train hammer. <laughs> <laughs> How much yeah. does it cost? Eight hundred dollars out of stock. How is it out of stock? Who's paying eight hundred bucks for that? <laughs> so yeah, so you see, and I think it's through Dude, like I... the surveillance. Yeah, because it, it shows it in a really grainy like. Yeah, and he so he walks up behind her, whacks her with the mountain, and then her head turns, mm-hmm. and like her hair covers her face. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then it cuts out. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's not in my notes. But there Good are catch. props. I'm going on a prop tangent like they're showing like that would be a cool pro- i love to co- uh i love props in general but oh, like yeah. collecting horror props that'd be cool yeah because they have those 
<laughs> Ted Raimi's eyes? <laughs> nope. The jar. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah. be cool. That's <laughs> no, gross. <laughs> but I mean, they have like little the little meat hooks too. That's oh. kind of cool. That is cool. Probably about 500 bucks. We're foreshadowing. 50. 50. Well, that's, that's not horrible. That's, that's more reasonable. <laughs> Much more reasonable. But see, I also saw that it dropped. One of them was the $800, and that dropped down to 350 So I just guess it depends on what site. But they're both out of stock, so it must be mm. quite the in, popular de- item. It must be in demand. Well, it's a um, great movie. But see, in, so after that, I'm trying to... Um, I don't think that I wrote down anything about, okay, so I was trying to look to see where, where uh, in my notes, where this was the three-way death there. Yeah. And I think I only commented on the one, even though two of the kills were, were quite severe and and meaty right yeah well i love them all i mean i love first of all ted ramey and the duties with they're complete dickheads yeah i totally forgot that that was ted ramey Mm -hmm. um spider-man right but we jumped ahead though because after that kill and that shows him sitting on like he's sitting there being all clean and shit like that when i wrote that down but he goes to the police before those three people die like hmm. he goes and talk, doesn't he go and talk to the police officer? And she's like, you know, he goes to report the woman missing because he notices the next day in the ad or in the newspaper that she had died or she was missing. And then he was like, hey, I saw this woman. I was looking for that in my notes. But... I didn't write that. I just wrote down because um, goes to the police after the victim disappears and then, you know, tries to do the right thing. I might have skipped ahead some. Because he goes in there. She gives him, uh, the officer, she gives him her business card. Because mm-hmm. um, he's like, yeah. He's like, um, I saw this woman on the train. And I think he takes pictures down there. Yeah. And then she's all looking at him like, why do you have these pictures? Yeah, she's all judgmental. and like, oh, did you kill her? It's like, why, if I killed her, why would I, why yeah. would I give you these pictures and tell you that I saw her? Isn't that the op? Like I, I'm surprised I got rid of. I think I put in my notes the police are less than helpful, but for I'm, good reason. Yeah, and you find out it's for good reason. Yeah, because but, like <laughs> just horror movie cops, right? Like yeah. just the ineptitude. Well, of course that's not a thing that's happening. It's in all any just... movie we've talked about so far either. Right. <laughs> um, so. After, you know, goes to the police, unhelpful, all that Mm -hmm. goes... Very accusational. Right. So now does... Is that when he goes... No, no, after that he goes... They go to the the diner and they're uh, celebrating uh, him, his girlfriend. Well, yeah, because he goes back to... I I skipped over my note where it it says uh, Brooke Molest Brad. (laughs) I didn't write that down, but I was trying to like, did he go and see her again? Yeah, and he gave her the pictures... Uh, the picture of the gangsters. Right. Like looking right at and the And she just camera. gets all fucking horned up for the picture. She's like, yeah. wow. Are you I'm, single? I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> like, Would you like to be? Yeah. <laughs> Brooke Shields still not looking bad for late 2000s. True. Um, that was early 2000s. 2008 is not. Well, I guess it's early. I don't know. I feel like anyway. I'm not editing that out. I, I wouldn't. No, I'm not going to. No. But yeah, so after that, she's excited about the pictures was 
excited as she could be, you know, being a fancy art dealer. Mm-hmm. But then to like go back and celebrate. Does now does she mention something about if he gets more photos like this that she'll feature him and yeah the, okay because his his goal was to get three yeah three pictures like that so he had that one that and then he gets that kinda yeah intensity yeah yeah because i wrote down the next one is that they're celebrating at the diner and that he leaves taking shots to go take mm-hmm. some more shots yeah and then he needed two more photos right um and that's when he follows to where he goes back to the train station, right? Mm-hmm. And then gets on the bus, or the bus, the subway. <laughs> train. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, midnight meat bus. <laughs> that's a sequel. It's like Speed. <laughs> speed. Oh, I hate you. Um, so now, can we talk about Ted Raimi dying? Yes, I would. Good. Yeah, first, yeah, the, I wrote down the first close up after knocking the eyes out of the guy's head. Mm-hmm. Just clocks him. <laughs> like, like it's kind of dopey looking, but at the well, same time, it's super effective and. But cool. the way that it looks is is almost shot like it was supposed to be in three D. Like the way that yeah. the eye comes at the camera. Mm-hmm. It happened a few times in the movie where I'm yeah. like, this almost looks like it was a you know filmed in three D. Could be in three D. But as far as I know, it was never. I don't think it was. And it certainly didn't get a big enough to release to warrant it. No. Like what they did with My Bloody Valentine, how they did it in 3D. Mm -hmm. But then when you watch the regular version and it's like, I see how that that would, you know, (laughs) like it doesn't look like it. The arrow coming at the screen. Right. That that should be 3D. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude, that was gnarly. The way that... That whole scene, like it might be my one of my favorite scenes in the movie, like the freaking meat hook to the crotch... Right. I don't mm. remember every part. I just remember that he knocked the dude's eyes out and then he just like straight knocked that girl's head off yeah. her body. Mm-hmm. And it like rolls and you see yeah. the reflection of him in her eye <laughs> as she's still kind of breathing-ish. That was super that cool. That was awesome. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite things too. Just decapitated by yeah. a meat hammer. Yeah, I like hit her that hard that her head just came off, and it wasn't like hit several times; it was once. Right, and we're I'm gonna call back to this later when we get down in the notes further. Oh, I just mean to have the strength to knock somebody's head off with Mm. a hammer. We're gonna talk about that lack (laughs) of strength later. (laughs) Um, Fair enough. Right, and that was yeah. I wrote that. I'm like they zoom in on the hook, and I wrote down. I really liked the camera angles. Like they interesting like it i i think that if they wouldn't have had those in this movie i don't think it i would have liked it as much man it, it would just yeah, been I, a straightforward I mean, like it added like a unique spin to the movie mm-hmm. by having you know these angles and shots and yeah. lighting and stuff you don't normally see in a movie and so mm-hmm. it's like i think it elevated it i agree well, well you should <laughs> <laughs> you're agreeing with me i agree yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like how you spin. You're like, I agree with you, but you're agreeing with me. Like, <laughs> oh fuck you. Um, we make a fun pair. Yeah, we uh, do. So Brad keeps tracking mahogany. <laughs> yep. This is where it starts to get real stupid, dude. Because yeah, I'm like he follows to get the shots mm-hmm. and gets too close. Yeah. One of many. <laughs> yeah, and then he sees the ring and like, oh hey, it's you and holy shit and stuff. And yeah. What I love when the cop stops him. Because he thinks that his camera is a bomb. 
Oh my god. <laughs> right. And actually I did write this down in my notes. When he's looking at the picture, he doesn't notice the ring on the hand until later. So when he mm. he notices that there's a yeah, hand holding so the door, he, yeah. So he tracks mahogany because it seems interesting, right? And then I that was my thing is that his um he emphasizes that they emphasize on the ring like when they show it, yeah. He like puts it there on his chest and like he looks at it, like you see yeah, it, that it's prominent and that, that kind of corny movie thing where it's like hey remember this thing yeah, that's important here, here it is yeah we're gonna show you this again <laughs> so then that way when he goes back to the apartment and he's doing that like. He then starts to put the ring together, being yeah. like, "Oh shit, this is the guy." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe you jumped ahead on the. Well, I did. I did jump ahead. Well, he, he did. He, we didn't jump ahead with the photos. Yeah. But he doesn't see the ring until he doesn't notice the ring until after, after. he saw the ring. Right, right. And then, um, he was following him to work, right? Hmm. Because my next note was that his job that he holds is the most convenient job for somebody that does what he does. Well, I would imagine that's by design. Like, that's what he... It's not like he was a butcher and then he always just happens to also... It's a passion. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you, you, you gotta, do what you You gotta love, hone you... your tra- craft and, you know, just really perfect it. But like they show him, like he's just sitting there hacking up meat with that with that blade, but he uses a hammer. Yeah. Like. Well, we'll get into more of his uh, cutlery skills later on. His. Yeah. What uh, we're we gonna talk about that? Well, we'll talk about the fucking arming montage that they do <laughs> later on. Too. Oh yeah, that too. But <laughs> mahogany's uh, treatment of the meat will be will be discussed later on. Um, I like. I know you have extra factoids to add to this scene. My next thing is Mahogany spots blood and almost gets the beat down. Since when he's fighting the MMA fighter. Oh, okay. I Let's see. What Which I we... didn't realize was a person that was a, like a thing. I thought it was just one the, of those. The next note that I have was um, you would think that it would draw attention. Like, so a guy that works... In a meat locker, mm-hmm. a warehouse style operation, the dude comes to and from work in a suit, very clean. He looks like somebody that would be more in an office than somebody that would be slaughtering cows. Sure. You know, so I mean, like, that would be like. I do wonder, and they never really go into it, and I guess that's something they could have done in a sequel, mm-hmm. is why does he dress like that? Like, I suppose so. It's more inconspicuous. Um, because I mean, on you the would, subway, yes. Yeah, maybe. so you don't really notice a dude in a suit. He's just a dude in a suit. But it's if he was clean. like walking around in butcher clothes with blood all over him, you'd go, "Hmm." Right. Um. Well, when they show him doing his thing, like on the train, like he takes the coat off and then puts on an apron. Yeah. But like, that's not going to stop blood splatter. I think that the only well, and I, they, I think they also give him extra suits on the train. Yeah, that I mean that would make sense. I was gonna say the only person to ever do like blood blocking mm-hmm. would be Patrick Bateman, putting on the the, the clear rain jacket with the hood yeah. before he kills uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, like 
you know, fuck the apron. He's like, I'm going to put on a raincoat. Like, yeah. you, you, I guess having extra suits on the train. I would imagine. Makes sense. I mean, it, it's like a uniform. Right. Because Brad wears the same thing later Spoilers. on. Spoilers. <laughs> we already did but that. But see, when you were talking, when we we're talking about the suit, I was going to say it was part of a uniform, but then yeah. I was like, eh, that's I actually have that in my notes later on. I didn't want to call to it too early. Well, we'll talk about it later. Right. But yeah, I think it could either be, it has to be a uniform. Yeah. Along with the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So who is the guy that he beats gets almost gets his ass whipped by it's a uh, rampage jackson okay um he baracus from a team the remake or oh i don't remember i'm not an a team guy it was a good movie i don't remember yeah. the names um yeah but yeah he was he ba ba yeah baracus. he he uh, mr t but yeah, that's Rampage Jackson. And okay. so, and I put that in my notes because it, it always cracks me up. Anytime that you have a professional fighter in a movie fighting with an actor and they lose, I'm like, Vinnie Jones might, I, like, I'm not saying he could beat up Rampage Jackson, but I mean, it's a <laughs> he little. He might stand a chance. It... <laughs> Captain America did it. Winter Soldier. I hate you. <laughs> So much. <laughs> I'm pro- I'm proving your point. Oh, that's when right. With George St. Pierre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would not happen in real life. Well, it's Captain America. Well, Chris <laughs> Evans might be in great shape, but GSP, no. No, I don't even Is know. Is that what his friends call him? No, that's his That's his initials, you dumb. <laughs> I, know that. I put that together. Did you? Yeah. Um, But it always cracks me up when they put professional fight well and especially somebody like gsp like is, a, is considered like up here you know i mean rampage is is still rampage i mean sure it's not like he he was a good fighter but he wasn't like top of his class or anything like that like gsp kicked a lot of ass i mean they both did don't get me wrong but i mean I different be. but yeah having somebody like him in there like that was cool but mm-hmm. like Vinny Jones is a big dude, and I know that he's like tough as shit in real life too. Like, yeah. like a hooligan, like soccer hooligan guy. Like mm-hmm. he, like in Snatch, or he's just, yeah, just... like in Snatch, or like how he was in uh, Euro Trip. Mm. Um, actually getting in fights and breaking bottles. Like, yeah. he, like I could see him being like that in real life, like breaking a bottle over his head. And, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, you know. Um, but that yeah, that's when you find out. His name's Mahogany mm-hmm. because Ma- you have the fucking dickhead conductor yeah. popping up out of nowhere, <laughs> shooting fucking poor Rampage in the head. <laughs> and I uh, wrote down conductor backup. Yeah, I got conductor with the saved by the gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that. I don't remember seeing that coming the first time I watched that mm-hmm. movie. I'm like, really? Like, well, cause, I, I mean, it makes sense, though. Yeah, because you don't really think about, oh, the conductor would be in on it right but he'd have to hear it like it happens like every night ish well and see the funny thing is too it's like i don't i've never been on a subway car so i don't know how much separation there is well not necessarily the separation but i mean sound travel i mean you're out like it's not quiet right but like from car to car like what it's like to be in the front yeah like 
Fair enough. Because they almost, they do kind of frame it like he's got, grabs the gun, like he's going to go and almost like he would go and stop Mahogany. Right. And, or try and break it up and right. stop him but from no, whatever. But no, that dude's stone cold. Mm-hmm. Like just. He's worse than Mahogany. Right. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, But following all that, I I wrote down that only Cooper can pull off the engage to be engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Not many dudes could be like, this ring (laughs) is a promise ring. Yeah. It's a promise that I will, you know, ask you to marry me. Like, it's a pre engagement ring. Like, you got to have some cojones to do that outside of high school. Right. And you got to, yeah, that and, <laughs> and be Bradley Cooper. But he follows that up with some pretty aggressive diner sex. <laughs> I think that I, I was reading stuff about how um, that was part of like his, I don't want to say like, cause he's like, he's seemingly transforming yeah. into more of like this, I wouldn't Whack say loose job. cannon, but he's kind of like becoming unhinged Hmm. and that it was rough but i also read that it was rough because of a another way of getting busy yeah like snuck it back door just railed it and that wasn't it was unexpected and that it was like a way to be like because of his becoming more aggressive and just taking it yeah yeah i it does seem like if you if we really want to analyze this, which I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying I want to analyze it. I'm just it, telling. Like, it is I'm... a weird choice in a way because you know we see them being intimate and shit earlier on. It's a and, lot more gentle. Yeah, and whatnot. And this did seem like quite the escalation of events. Yeah, but it's also like wasn't he celebrating the whole picture thing and that? Well, they were celebrating the picture thing early on. That right. was the when they're taking shots and then he leaves. Right, right. And then celebrating he the snuck up behind her. Yeah, he snuck up. Yeah. And then did the proposal thing. And then it, it started out kind of more passionate, but mm-hmm. not quite to the levels that it's going to get to. Right. And then um, just and then takes it, charge. And then it just goes. <laughs> it just rallies. <laughs> but For the win. But see again that all like that like reading that I I ended up I think in like a like googling stuff about this movie mm-hmm. not that in particular but like uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um screen well, screen tra- caps <laughs> I'm trying to remember because like what I what I was talking about earlier um was the way that people were trying to analyze this movie and try to find hidden meanings in everything about even if it doesn't exist right and so um i think an argument could be made that it's i mean because he definitely starts to go crazier very quickly soon Mm -hmm. that you could suggest that that is him getting more willing to be violent right i guess and that makes sense um because yeah he's he's on a He's on, a, he's on a train to fucking Crazyville, that's for sure. <laughs> well, because then right after that, to move off of the sex, even though I know you don't want to, we have all the bodies <laughs> hanging in the train, mm-hmm. and Brad is the killer. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. 
I just I, I wrote down full train load blood reflection a uh, blood reflection and but it was a dream. Yeah, I have bodies in a train killer Brad dream. Mm-hmm. So he's like he sees everything going everything on. going on like he's one of the bodies right hanging there and then he dies but then he looks and sees the person doing the killing is him. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Um, I totally forgot that it was dream. It was the dream. Yeah. Um. Yikes! Could you imagine? Like <laughs> your dreams are <laughs> starting awkward. to get. Yeah, it's getting to be a little more specific. Yeah. Because at this point, Brad uh, Cooper or Leon, I guess we could call him by his actual. Yeah, I thought about in that. movie name, but I mean, it's fucking it's Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like. Your dream, they're reoccurring. It's not the only dream he's had, yeah. but they're getting they're more and more vivid. And they're almost in sequence. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're... Here's they're, what you're going to do Monday. Here's what you're going to do Tuesday. Right. It's it's escalating just like everything else in his life. Mm-hmm. Or sex life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> I knew um, you would. Yep. He, uh... So then, I don't know exactly what it goes from, uh, like, what ap- happens after he wakes up. But the next thing I had was um, Vinny in his apartment. Yeah. I had mahogany in his growths in a jar. <laughs> yeah. that's Which what, they never really explain. They don't. I just said cutting gross shit off. Yeah. And that was when, and, I mean, you guys can't see pictures, but like I, when we were looking at <laughs> fucking props, <laughs> that um, that was one of the props for sale. Was yeah. The gross in a like, jar. That's gross in a jar. And then he bought, <laughs> and he bought two. Uh, yeah. For yeah. some reason. Because one of them is going on your little mantle over there. <laughs> I'd take it. If but you it, bought it for me, I'd, I'd display it probably. I'm sure you would. Um, but yeah, I don't get it. Like, Well, they never like, is this an affliction of doing what he's doing? Is this just something he happens to have? It could be. It's not a transformation thing. Because when we talk about the creatures later on... They're like ancient beings. It's not mm-hmm. like something that you turn into. Yeah, it's well, and it's not an affliction, so far as we can tell from doing the job, because mm-hmm. Cooper doesn't have any at the end. Though you could also say that that's the beginning, still fresh. Yeah, so I mean, it could develop over time. This is one of those things where it's like we need one more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be a series, but one more would really be helpful right. in explaining what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to try to see if I can look it up to see if there's a reason. Oh God, that's what, that was the thing that, okay, it was a Reddit post. And as you can see, like you don't, like I typed in midnight meat train mahogany and it brought up disease on its own, like with the (laughs) pre-directive. But like, if you scroll down, it talks about spoilers, Wiki just watched Reddit and then it's talking about little Reddit sub things. So like you don't even have to look it up. But the one of the things I was talking about with people finding the weirdest shit to be like, oh, this movie's this. That people were saying that this movie was a Clive Barker's way of saying it was an allegory of a man becoming homosexual because Clive Barker. Okay. You talk about people going into deep dives and over like analyzing. Is it because it's Clyde Barker or is it just because people think, want to make this a more important movie than it is? Yeah. I think it's because it's Clyde Barker. Hmm. And I'm I'm not going to deep dive into it because it's silly, but it's like, it's a paragraph. 
And he's like, <laughs> and he literally says, he's like, I mean, the whole movie revolves around men chasing meat. And that's like, yeah, I guess. But it's like, but, if it wasn't Clive Barker and it was the same movie, like, what would be your argument? Yeah, then. Or it's point. like just because, yeah, it just because of that. Um, I'm not seeing huh. what his affliction si- is. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I so said, in the movie itself, whether there's any further whatever, it's it's never really explained. Yeah, and it would be really nice to know what that is because they. I'm trying to think back on. They almost look like little knobbies mm-hmm. you know like like weird mushroom growths right um it does yeah it doesn't make any sense it's mm. never expanded upon it would be really nice to know what those are and god these posts are old <laughs> it's an old movie it really is um but on another note is just to get us to move on a little bit so we can get through this. Uh, <laughs> Brad's not a vegetarian anymore, and he oh, started to go nuts. Right. I actually started to um, – I wrote that down, too, because that was a thing uh, about how he's Mr. Tofu the whole time. Uh-huh. Vegan or yeah. whatever. Like I Grill this tofu on your grill, and the dude from house was all like, I'm not going to do that because tofu's bad. Right. Um Oh, dude, we totally skipped after after he's cutting all the shit off yeah. and then he gets dressed and then goes to work that he follows him again. And then we totally skipped the entire scene where he is taking the weird pit where he's taking those waste. Oh, the waste. Shots. Pit. Well, we did kind of already talk about it. We did kind of talk <laughs> about it. But like the thing that I wrote down in my notes that we didn't talk about was that like, so he's standing there. He keeps getting caught. Like yeah. at this point, he's like, I know who you are. Why the fuck are you following me? Mm-hmm. And then he, Cooper just runs. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm out. He runs off. Which is probably what he should do. The, yeah, but he, he runs the wrong direction. Right. Ends up in the fucking, in the room that has just a bunch of hanging carcasses. Yeah. And I wrote down that uh, he does a hiding pull up. <laughs> I myself would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that he did it at the perfect moment. Like he realizes, oh, right now is when he's gonna just going to look down. Right. It, but see, the thing was, is when he slowly comes back down, Mahogany's standing right behind him, staring yeah. at him. So in theory, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. But the thing that I do like is that Cooper never looked back. He's like, I know that he's standing there staring at me, and he just books it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's right behind me isn't he right Mm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i kind of like that's the one thing i kind of like about how mahogany is he's so imposing Mm -hmm. he's so intimidating and he hasn't really done anything that bradley cooper has seen yeah i mean he's having the dreams but he doesn't like he knows that because he he didn't see ted ramey and company die because he got stopped by the cop mm-hmm. he follows so he him onto the train again yeah and then the... that's when he's hiding and then yeah um he see no he sees um rampage die doesn't he i don't remember but i know that he he doesn't actually see anybody die until he gets onto the train right. itself with him yeah and that he's just kind of sitting back there and then I think that he 
isn't that when he kind of stumbles upon the bodies? Like there's bodies there, and that, and then he looks there, and he's standing there. Like he sees everything, and then he looks up, and then sees him standing there, you know, with the apron and weaponry. Oh no, no, no! Okay, so my jumping head. I I guess I could look at my notes. Yeah, he um. Yeah, after he gets so after this, then he goes and eats the steak. Yeah, and then he sneaks onto the train, and it's when the kids try and so so we're jumping a bit bit ahead. Right. Okay. So I I, yeah I wrote tofu dude eating steak. Mm -hmm. Well, out of people's hands too. Like it's not even. (laughs) It's not even his. (laughs) Like he's like I want a steak, but he's over there eating his. uh, What's his name? Jurgis. Yeah, Jurgis's steak. It's like get your own. I'm like, hey, you know, it's not cheap. Well, and then there's after that, it's the awkward photo shoot in the hall with Leslie Bibb, where they're like weeping and <laughs> but uh, when he's like taking pictures and i but the thing that i wrote down before we get to that is um i didn't even write down the awkward photo shoot but i, I did don't. i did write down that it is taking its toll but she is incredibly forgiving i have that later you have that later on too yeah because when is um is it later on in the diner that there's the icon the the really cool reverse eye contact with mahogany standing outside looking in and then you bradley cooper sees him when he his back is to him yeah yeah yeah. but he sees him in the in the mirror Mm -hmm. is that at the steak time yeah i think so or thereabout right yeah okay so we have the awkward photo shoot photo shoot yeah like (laughs) i mean he does a really good job of playing off like He's damaged. Yeah, like really weird. <laughs> but this is when he he's like going crazy very quickly. Yeah, it's he's like, just okay, this kind of unraveling. This had an awkward turn. Um, and then he goes and he must he tracks him onto the train because he sees the very tense candy sale, and he thinks the what when the the girls oh the kids the kids, oh, try kids and come sell up and he's like yeah. Oh, and then he gets and Bradley's up and, like, oh, he's going to do it. He's, he's going to kill some kids. Right. And then he just pulls out did, a dollar. Why does he stand up? Suspense. He, <laughs> I get like, that, he does the but, pull, like the slow pull to make you think that he's going to murder kids. I, I get that. But as a person pulling a dollar out of your jacket, why did you need to stand up to do that? <laughs> Scary. I get why they did it in the movie, but like as a person. Right, I'm trying to strange. remember why I wrote this. So after that happens with the kids, the kids leave, mm-hmm. and then he kills people. And then he starts, yeah, and he kills people. And this I wrote, is the one that Bradley sees. Right, because I wrote blood splatter in all caps. Mm. I, just I have don't. mahogany disassembly. Because this is where we see him whip whip out like, the tools. Right, and he's kind of full on. You know, them. quartering them up and all that and mm-hmm. he's got everybody's belongings up on the chairs with yeah. in the bags and shaves all. their heads and stuff that's that's creepy which is kind of clever because you know he's feeding spoilers he's feeding these people to the creatures under the city but in order to make it easier for them to eat and digest you know he removes the teeth he re- shaves mm-hmm. the head yeah and all that and that's really kind of a clever detail to yeah. be like it's well, but, it keeps that butcher motif going. True. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, removing the teeth to make it easier doesn't really make it easier because you're not, like, eating inside their mouth. 
like a like. Well, I would imagine they eat everything. R- but the bones. Yeah. Like, uh, like I if guess you, access to the tongue. Well, you could just rip it out, though. They do later. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I, I was thinking like because with all the bones and then like you're t- making it easier on them because they're old, frail, sure, weird, fucking. But then, like. It's still a skull. It's still a bone. They're not eating the bones. The teeth is just a necessary waste of time. Maybe it's just a creepy thing that he keeps. It could be a creep. It, it could just add. Creep, it's definitely creepy. Add creepy a- atmosphere to it. Cause, and then I my next thing is Brad is very bad at hiding. He is very bad at hiding. Because <laughs> uh, he's in the train and then Mahogany sees him. Like he he knows he's watching him. Right, and I I wrote that I wrote he gets caught again. Yeah. But the thing that I wrote before that was during the disassembly and butchering, just the sound effects used in that mm-hmm. s- that scene were is brutal. Like yeah. you, very wet. We we will get to it later, but yeah, it's 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 one of the creepier moments. Yeah, just movie. cutting it up is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's very detailed, and so in the eyes. Yes, it's it, very yeah. detailed. But yeah, it gets caught again. Like, yeah, you are not a very good um, <laughs> photographer, no. if, especially if you're trying. Like, I could hide better than that, and I am a big dude. <laughs> well, it's like he he spent his whole life doing nature shots, and he doesn't know how to hide from animals and things. It's just like I'm just gonna stand here and take my pictures. If you see me, yeah, it's like you're I'll deal with that later. Like you're over there butchering somebody, and I'm like click, <laughs> click, click. You're like, oh hi, <laughs> oh I should be, or like I'm standing this way, like <laughs> see half of my gut sticking out. <laughs> like I see you. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> so. um... This is where I have Leslie as the most understanding girlfriend in the world. She really is. Because then he comes home and is all freaked out in the kitchen. Right. Doing his wacky shit and he's not making any sense. But you you skipped the car like the, the uh, did they they showed them do the carvings into his chest. Oh, I didn't I did miss that. Yeah, cuz he gets carved up. Mm. And like you don't, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't really see the markings until he's in the bathtub, and then she's like, you know, "What's going on with you, bud?" <laughs> and then she sees his chest, and it's like, "You got." She's trying to tell him, like, "Leave this guy alone. Yeah, stop like... fucking with him. <laughs> like, you're coming home with ritualistic markings on your chest from these like, underground." I know we're in a horror movie, but have you seen a horror movie? Yeah, like, like this is bad. And we kind of glazed over the, like, the eating. Of the bodies and like the underground creatures and like, well, they don't show too much because they don't want to give away the full on reveal, but they do. Right, and I could be mixing up my my uh, feeding, but yeah. um, they do kind of go into it though. Right, um, but yeah, just just losing it, getting carved up markings mm-hmm. like. Well, She's and then super nice. she starts tracking mahogany. Right, that's a good idea. Right, and then I, because I, uh, I wrote, it's always smart to break into the killer's apartment. Yeah, like it, it works every time. But see, the thing is, is because they go to try to like they're trying to find his camera, because after that altercation between Leon mm-hmm. and Mahogany, he keeps his camera. Right, and they want the evidence. They want the evidence, but like, how do they know where he lives? Like, Bradley Cooper didn't ever go to his house. Well, he's... Didn't he? Because he tracked him he to the hotel. He followed him to the hotel. Yeah, but it, what, did he go up to a, a doorman or somebody inside and be like, hey, 
Big dude with a suit. <laughs> Which room is he in? They're and probably, then someone actually told them. He's like, oh, he's up there in 14B. <laughs> like, oh, pretty, I know that guy. He's so oh, sweet. He's so nice. He doesn't make talk much. yeah. <laughs> doesn't even make a sound. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like why? Like so. Horror movie aside, common sense, like. I'm not going to go into this dude's apartment. Like, well, and then they see all the killing tools and she sees the jars of gross stuff. Right. And, and you're I remember, still there. I remember like the camera angles were the way that they were moving, like doing down shots of like mm-hmm. the different rooms. And I remember thinking, I'm like, wow, this apartment looks huge. Yeah. Like, did you get that vibe? Like, it felt yeah. like it was a really big apartment. It's and I'm like, like a house. Yeah, and I'm like, this is like, this is almost like a hotel turned into an apartment building, the mm. way that it looked like. All the doors inside and single probably rooms that look all the same um, layout-wise. But, like, it, it looked really, really big. And I did. I wrote the... I, I wrote... plate. <clears throat> The place is huge. Yeah. And it could be the camera angles, the way they shoot it. Yeah, that helps. But of course, dude comes home yeah. while they're inside. <laughs> like he always, They always do. Right. But it's like... Didn't you see that coming? Yeah, well, of course. But like, they didn't know. Like, he's, he's very stealthy. <laughs> like... Well, they've never met him. They well, don't know how he does. Well, no, but he like... He could be a lumbering guy. He looked big in the pictures. Well, like... So she's in there, and she, she's in the bathroom, and she sees his jar is sick. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Jurgis finds the the camera very nicely hung up on a hanger in the closet. Yeah. But as he, he gets excited, he sees it, and then he kind of like... Oh, fuck. The... <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! And then just black, like yeah. You kind of had it coming, dude. You broke into the dude's well, apartment. Yeah. Whether he's a bad guy, killer or not, you trespassed. <laughs> <laughs> like if this was the South, you'd be dead already. Yeah, fucking. You made it all the way inside his bedroom. <laughs> dude's super clean. Well, I yeah, wish look at I, the suits. I know, but like, very. I wish I had the discipline to be that clean in uniform. I wish you did too. Okay, looks around your room. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it's organized clutter. Shut up. Yeah, you're so, like, I know where everything's at. Jurgis is gone now, and the police are not helpful yet again. Well, but this is where this is when you find out that they're in on it, isn't it? I don't. Or you don't. Or do you I, not I, find? I think you. Pre- yeah. Yeah, because well, I, right co- I wrote. I wrote. I wrote down because I, I wrote down. Place is huge. It could be the camera angles, but he's losing it. They mm. show him after. Well, because she steals his uh, book of train the train schedules, and, mm-hmm. and the cop lady wants it. Yeah, because then she's and like quite just persistent. W- yeah, about she's it. like he just wants it back. He's yeah. not going to press any charges. He just wants his property. Yeah. But then you do find out that the cops are in on it, and that it's almost kind of like a greater good. Yeah. Situation where like everybody knows what's at stake. So mm, they just kind of let it happen. Yeah. And they're like, you know, he needs his list. I mean, he does the same thing every day. It's not like it's random scheduling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like. Just don't be on the train at midnight for right? crying out loud. Um, it's just fine. 
Uh, my next thing, and I have to say what I put in the notes because I think you'll appreciate it. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> Leon V. Mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> what of justice? <laughs> Dawn of meat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh my god, well, I wrote up gearing up serial killer style. <laughs> because they do, it's almost like... It's the, like an 80s montage. <laughs> it, like, the way that he's doing it is almost like in Batman when he <laughs> 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 He's putting on the fucking glove and doing yeah. the arm twist and then fucking spinning around so you can see the bat butt and then the cape drops and then you got the bat nipples and then the like it is almost like a Batman style yeah. fucking assembling the outfit but it's kind of kind of cringier with all the fucking weaponry and like oh yeah and he he's has loading like the up metal the apron the chain metal apron yeah and then all the like the weirdest holsters i've ever seen for knives <laughs> like they're almost like homemade <laughs> uh, he's been working on this a while right this is either taking place over three days or several months well no he gets all that stuff at the at the plant though at the meat plant like he's yeah. in there and then he like you have an arsenal of meat equipment yeah and he's just like frog brother style fucking just loading everything up and like let's see how many weapons i can store on my persons here which was quite a few and he was still quite spry enough to be able to leap onto that train oh yeah he (laughs) like i can't do that well of course not which you know it's fine and that wasn't necessary right but yeah well yeah that's right because he does catch the train because Mm -hmm. maya uh leslie bibb she uh she gets on the train and she's got a gun right yeah a gun because i wrote i was like i'm like she's on the train and she's armed mm-hmm. um she's not a very good shot because i have a uh, maya finds jurgis yeah. and should be more quiet and aim <laughs> we'll talk about this later <laughs> um oh yeah finds jurgis amongst the hanging victims that really sucks um mm. because why i am i mean as a person and this has nothing to do with being a man or a woman but as a person you kind of know what your strength threshold is like what you kind of can and can't do and i mean obviously you'd probably be like i need to try to save this person yeah but can you, you lift him off the make hook? sure that you can actually lift him off the hook first <laughs> And not fucking wrench his ankles. Yeah. You know, I don't falter for trying, but like... Sure, because that's like like the impulse. But I mean, think about... like, uh, So he's not the biggest dude. I'd probably say he's probably somewhere between 170 and 190 pounds. Probably 180. Yeah. Like... Adrenaline pumping and shit. It could be. He could do that. She... I mean, mothers can lift cars off of kids. Like, you know, crazy mom strength. Mm -hmm. She's not a mother. But the, she could channel some Primal incredible She-Hulk powers, but like... She doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just makes it worse. Um, well, I mean, it's the whole couple, like, just don't understand being quiet and yeah. not wanting to be found by the killer who's very well known as, as a killer. Right. But the, And that's the thing. Like, she does try to save him. She can't. 
he fucking starts screaming because she can't get him off the hook or yeah, she can't like get the thing off and digging like, into his ah! ankles. <laughs> um, but then, you know, he shows up and then I wrote, uh, Coop shows up, uh, decked out Coop, <laughs> yeah, Coop, Coop shows up decked out just in time. Of course well, he shows he up to. just in time. Um, and then he's standing there fucking doing it like, like, his whole mahogany thing. Yeah, like he's like, I'm I'm scary too. Right? Um, <laughs> did you write any fucking cheesy things down for no, that? No, I just have train fight. I wrote down Iron Chef Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> like Somebody, that. yeah, uh, I was wa- I watched this movie uh, with friends mm-hmm. um, on Rabbit again, and I think somebody somebody said that. And I'm like, I'm gonna take that and I'll say that on the episode. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, did you say anything? Uh, like, I, I, I didn't want to give wanna... you some clever lines too, you know. No, that's that's you. <laughs> um, but so they have a really badass train fight. Mm-hmm. Like Bradley Cooper, quite drawn out, and he holds his own pretty yeah. well. Yeah, and even better than Rampage fucking Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, to be fair, Rampage would have won had the conductor not shot, shot him, him in the head. Right. But still at the same time, Vinny, he got his licks on Rampage too. Yeah. But like... Well, Bradley Spry. Bradley I mean, Cooper. He caught that train. He did catch the train, but <laughs> he like... It's Bradley Cooper against <laughs> Vinny Jones. It's like... <laughs> The way I, I don't want to say Mike Tyson fighting an infant, but like it's close. <laughs> it, it, the way I reconciled it is that he's lighter, and tinier, he's, and spry. But he's also kind of losing. Like he's, yeah, he's also got a, that crazy going. He's tra- I wouldn't. I don't want to say transforming, but he's kind of becoming. You yeah. know, maybe mahogany too. <laughs> Two point oh. Um, Even Okier. Right. So they 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 do the battle. Mm-hmm. They beat the shit out of each other, and they end up outside in the cave. The train stops, right? And they end up outside. Yeah, because uh, they get one of the doors open, or they're between cars or something. I think that's a door. Because he knocks him out the window. Yeah he, he, yeah, he knocks him out the door, and it's like, oh, he's gone, so he must be dead. And of course, that's not true. That's never true. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, uh, please step away from the meat. So the train comes to a stop. Right. Everything's dark. The conductor comes out and he says, please step away from the meat. Because there's more than just Jurgis hanging there. There's several. Well, yeah, there's like eight to ten bodies yeah. hanging up there. The The note that I took for that scene before the conduct, like before that was. I wrote down that. Um, the underground cave, it, it looks like Hellraiser in a cave. Yeah. With the hanging chains and mm-hmm. the way everything looks, like it was a very, it's a very Clive Barker design yeah. aesthetic, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool because kind of like H.R. Geiger, the way that he draws, or he does his art with like Alien and all that kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. it's distinct. You look at it, you know it's him, but like in a movie, seeing that, like it's kind of cool that like that vibe. And yeah. the way the things were set up. Like, I mean, you're not seeing rotating pillars with, like, skulls and shit hanging on it. But, yeah, it, this is Like, you have a lot of chains. Yeah, this isn't as Clyde Barker-y as other things. But it's Clyde Hellraiser. Barker enough to where you're like, I, okay, I recognize yeah. the chains and then the, the and way the lighting is. And it's got that weirdness to it just mm-hmm. in the story that it's definitely him. Right. 
Um, and so do, go, uh, go ahead and keep going off of your conductor stuff. Cause I didn't write anything conductory down until the, the end. end part. So, so Bradley and Leslie are on the train. It stopped. It's in the dark. And then the conductor comes out and gives the spiel. Yeah, and all that. Well, I don't know if he goes into the whole history. Yeah. He doesn't go into the history yet. Oh no, he goes, but he says, please step away from the meat. Right. And then the monsters come in and they, hurry themselves off of the train so they don't get eaten too right and that's when you see the feeding frenzy yeah and okay yeah he doesn't go into the deep dive until um yeah, later but i said both um it shows how did mahogany die again what so, did bradley cooper do something i don't remember i i should yeah so they get into another tussle right you see uh Vinny does a really cool skull catch because there's a bunch of bones and bodies and shit mm-hmm. in the tunnel and so brad throws a skull at him Vinny catches it okay and then you also see the marks on his chest yeah, for the and first that's, time. Yeah, because I wrote that down. I said that they both have the same markings, yeah. which is kind of like your, I don't want to say cliche way of showing a passing of the torch of what's going to happen, you know, like... But it is. It is, <laughs> yeah. right. And that's what I wrote. I said obvious passing passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know how it all comes about, but... But the conductor does start to go into his speech after... Well, yeah, but... Uh, so, Vinny gets a bone to the throat right. and a knife to the mouth. Because, <laughs> yeah, because in the fight, mm-hmm. Brad has a sharp piece of bone mm-hmm. and he gets him in the throat. And I think as he's, you know, reacting to that, Brad gets a knife and puts that in the mouth. Okay. I got and then you. He's down. Right. That's when we get the conductor. Going yeah. into his spiel. Yeah, and I said the conductor is not human. He can't be human. I like, wouldn't he's think He's got to so. be something, because the way that he grabbed by the neck and lifted him off the ground like mm-hmm. it was nothing. And then ripped out his tongue like it was pretty much nothing. Did he rip it off or did he cut it? I think he ripped it out. Okay. Okay. I um I didn't I didn't remember if it ended up being... Because, I mean, obviously Mahogany didn't talk either, and that was probably the reason mm-hmm. why, but like... I didn't know if it was like a people under the stairs thing where the tongue was cut off at that point to where they couldn't talk or if he actually ripped it out of his mouth. Yeah, he he ripped it out and then ate it. Yeah, okay, that's right. I remember now. And then he talks about uh, keeping the monsters at bay and keeping the world separate. And then, sad time, Leslie dies. Yeah, kills the girlfriend. Which I was thinking, oh, does she live? And then as I saw her on the pile, I went, Oh, I remember this now. Right. And the, the way that I wrote it down is that he did kill the girlfriend, but it almost kind of was like, you know, his old life is now over. There's nothing. Yeah. He has nothing. It's almost like the conductor. He didn't kill Cooper, obviously, but right. like he killed everything about human him. about him. Like yeah. his his life is gone. After he called Ma's Leslie Bibb, it's... After he what? Kalima. Oh my god! <laughs> I I thought that's what you said, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> um, but he still has the the picture in the apartment. Yeah. And so that's the thing that I wrote next because it's like, so that's gone. His life is over. His new life is beginning. Mm-hmm. He's now in Mahogany's apartment, 
I don't you know. see him working with the police lady. Right. She gives him the, the, schedule. the schedule back, and he's got the ring on. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot beefier in the suit than he did outside of the suit. Sure. Um, he might be padding in the suit, like in the 80s with the he's got shoulder the pads. Shoulder pads. <laughs> I was about to say it. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, He so he takes over that role. He becomes Mahogany. I don't know mm-hmm. if mahogany is just the name or if yeah because they, they don't i don't know if they, they i don't think they mahogany tell you what his name becomes but like i'm wondering is he now a different name of a different type of wood like does he become <laughs> cedar or <laughs> pine or, <laughs> or or what like and so a mighty oak <laughs> you know he does the you see the picture on the wall so mm-hmm. i mean he obviously still has that bit of humanity left to still have the picture yeah or if not or it's a driving force to make him angrier it could be because you know after that he starts to walk out but Mm -hmm. then turns around and gives you that look that only a fucking killer version of bradley cooper can do sure and I do think it's a part of the uniform because I don't know if it's a cheat if it if it's kind of cheesy. So just because you now become this ki- this gate I don't want to say gatekeeper, but you know, monster butcher. I'll get into that deep dive here in a second. But like, so not only does he become this, he wears the same suit. Mm-hmm. He cuts his hair the exactly same. <laughs> the same way as Vinnie Curry does. Vinnie Curry. Vinnie Curry. <laughs> wow. Okay. You Vinnie... want some Thai food? <laughs> no. God damn it. Um, well, I don't know why I said Vinnie Curry, but um, yeah, Vinnie Jones. He does yeah, the, the, the shaved, shaved and thing. slick back and all that kind of stuff. Like, okay, I get it. Like yeah, you, it's definitely a, a tr- you transformed into that, but like it's a uniform, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> That sucks. Um, <laughs> I don't want that hairstyle. That'd be terrible. Right? Um, excuse me. Um, what was I going off on before that? Because I said I'd, I'd something about going on a deep dive on that in a second. Um, I don't know. Let me go back. Well, yeah, because... I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, so the... Um, the uniform, the picture, he becomes that. I really forgot what I, I'm, and then when fine. I go back to edit it and I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I did have a point. And at the end of the podcast, you'll be like, what I really meant to say was. <laughs> um, but no, like I remember, like I said that because I had a legit, like, theory. Yeah, a tangent that I was going to go on pertaining to, like, it wasn't even off topic this time. I know. <laughs> it was it was literally about that, like. I don't remember. I it's don't been, either. We've been going for too long and I'm blacking out again. It, not even. we An hour and 18 minutes. This is well, not bad. that much, This not as long as the Nightmare episode. This is true. Um, But yeah, so he ends up becoming that. It's kind of cheesy to still have the same outfit. Oh, the gatekeeper thing. That's right. Oh. So I was going to talk about, like. With you saying it being a driving force and like, <laughs> fuck me. I remember again? what I was going to talk about. I just don't remember why. <laughs> I, I give up on it. But yeah, so like he, 
the whole point of everything was is like there always has to be that person yeah. that basically wrangles up the meat and to serve to the creatures because these creatures if aren't fed then they go crazy they leave their caves and then they just start killing yeah. whatever they can and so I'm really hoping that if they do another movie of this, that they actually kind of go and let us know what these ancient beings are. Kind of like yeah. with a Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Like at the very end when they talk about the ancient entity underneath yeah. all that, like, I want to know what the fuck that is. Like, Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, is it just New York? Is mm-hmm. it everywhere? Right. What happened? Like, I get that if they're not fed, then they'll come to the surface. Right. Because like the trench from Aquaman, and they'll just eventually make their way to the surface and start eating. Yeah, I'm sorry. I rolled my eyes. I expected there to be a fucking trashing after that concept. I was going for the comic books, not the movie. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I would love to see even a book or something to be like, what's next? Right. Like what. So if it's based on it, cause see, and that's I, maybe I'll look into it and find out what it is, because I have uh, some audible credits. So maybe that Clive my, Barker wrote a follow-up. But see the thing, yeah, Clay, like I think he wrote a book recently called The Scarlet Gospels, where it's more it's more with Hellraiser stuff. But I like I read reviews and they're like, this is not good. Hmm. Like we waited X amount of years and it was not good. But like I was saying, what we were talking about before with Clive Barker drawing this and that from the movie, like from mm-hmm. the books, like it's not like it's all they're like, they're more inspired by yeah. than like, if you go and read Hellbound Heart, like I'm like, this doesn't like read like Hellraiser to me. You so know it's what not I mean? like, like a straight up adaptation. It's more, they took, and, I, know, and I'm not, a, I'm it. not 100% sure with that. Like I haven't fully read the books, but um yeah. Yeah, so it would definitely be nice if they would add, you know, expand on it. Give us a little bit more. Let yeah. us know what what they even are. Like, yeah. they're obviously old. They've been around a long time, um, enough to have a system in place to keep them in check. Yeah. To what did they do before subways? <laughs> like. Right? Well, it's like, I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I thought that, I'm trying to remember if that plant was like right above. Cause I know they took the subway down there, but I want to say, I thought that the, the meat plant wasn't that far away from the subway that he took. Probably not. I mean, he walked there, so it right. can't be that far. Right. I didn't know if there was like, you know, they had pretty close access. I don't care enough to go back and watch it again. Fair but, enough. <laughs> um, well, if it, if he could have fed them through there, he, I would imagine he would have just done dropping that and, scraps down a manhole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not uh, gone through the whole process of possibly being caught metal. on a train. I mean, well, I we can't make a movie about it. But and um, then it uh, circles back to the beginning, right? and we see Bradley and his new do and mm-hmm. the crazy eyes. <laughs> right. I'm get you. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> And so, but yeah, um, hey, we actually kind of talked about a movie. Mm-hmm. We did do that. And we both love this movie. Yes. And it didn't come off like we were shitting on this movie. No, we had some, I mean, well, I mean, 
we had a few nitpicks about it, yeah. but it wasn't like the nice talking thing about is... Lost Boys being like, but that was my movie, so you'll shit on my movies. <laughs> you fucking pick asshole. a better movie. Now, you know the thing is, is that with well, we the... all can't pick Nightmare on Elm Street. I know. That's why I'm glad I did. Oh, well, you with our a first fucking franchise to start out with. <laughs> with our first two movies, they're old. They're old, and they are a product of their time. Whereas this is much more. Street's not obscure, one-off indie. I'm saying, I know, but I'm sassing you back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that my point is the reason we were able to rip into those is because they're made in the 80s, 90s, and they are very much of their time and well, can yeah. be made fun of. Yeah. I Whereas mean, this is more modern and... It is modern. We could make fun of it. Yeah, we and I think, we, I, I think, think we, we got our digs in. We did, but I don't think that we... Yeah, we didn't... We, we weren't as critical of some of the cheesy shit that we probably could have been. Like, I mean, it, well, was, a two, it was a 2008... And they still did an 80s style montage of like yeah. gearing up. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I it's, think it's still got some of those shitty horror tropes that aren't necessary. Right. So, but do, it's you, still great. do you want to dive into the scorecard and yeah. lead us off? Indeedy. So, if I can get to it here, uh, my best kill or scare is Ted Raimi's wife losing her head. That was mine. I put decapitation. It's awesome. Yeah, it's such a cool moment. And that's and now that saying that I wanted to kind of circle back with with mahogany being so strong that he can decapitate somebody mm-hmm. with a hammer. Yeah. But he gets his ass kicked by a dude on a subway. Twice. Twice. <laughs> One of which was Rocky Bradley Raccoon. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. One of which was not a fucking Rampage Jackson. Yeah. Which even if you know you didn't know he was a fighter, he still is a, a big, big dude, dude that yeah. looks like a fighter. Yeah, I didn't know he was a fighter. I just he looked like a very scary man that yeah. I would not want to fight on a train either. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my. I'm pretty sure that unless we watch a movie that has just like the gnarliest of jump scares, it's almost always going to be best kill for me. Yeah. I have a feeling. Which, well, I mean, we need to watch something that's more scary, suspenseful. Yeah, these aren't really. I mean, they're horror movies, but they're more. Yeah, my movie's movies. not. Yeah, my next movie is a slasher. <laughs> oh, good. It's. I mean, I haven't. I haven't seen it, <laughs> and so. I'm oh, go- you're picking something you never watched before. Yeah, I'm going in blind. Oh, that'll be fun. And um, I I know it's not that suspenseful kind of like. Mm. It's not. Yeah. When well, you- I'm intrigued, but we're we'll and we'll get to it in a little bit. <laughs> uh. Most wanted to die it was kind of tough for me. It was for me too, but at the end of the day, it was uh, Bradley. You put you put Coops. <laughs> yeah. He I... was such a dickhead, and he just he was an ass to Leslie Bibb, which is not cool. <laughs> like and... how dare you treat her like that? Yeah, she like was she... a flower, yeah. and you abused her. Yeah. She was so nice and understanding she really all the was. time. She really was. She didn't deserve what happened. Not even close. No. She put up with a lot of shit just to fucking lose her life. Yeah. Um. Well, if you put it that way, like, I could put <laughs> Coops as mine as well. But um, I wasn't in that mindset when I watched this movie and I put it. I, I put the conductor. Mm. Because even though. Yeah, he was a dick. He, yeah, he was a, just a like an emotionless like 
which when they're emotionless, it kind of makes it hard because it's like, they're just, you can see them just working off logic and reasoning. And like, it's not emotional. It's not anything like that. So it's like, it's hard to want somebody to die when they're being reasonable. Sure. (laughs) You know? And so like, I, I just, I think as a safety thing, just because there wasn't a lot of people that I wanted to die. Yeah. You know, um, I put the conductor and pretty sure we're both going to agree on the next one as well. Yeah. Uh, most wanted to live is Leslie Bibb. Yeah. I put Maya. Yeah. I mean, she didn't deserve it. No. (laughs) Aside from, you know, it's Leslie Bibb and she's nice to look at. Yeah. She's attractive. Yeah. Um, Iron Man. I can't. I I see her as uh, Ricky Bobby's wife in Talladega Nights. <laughs> mm. so I always see her as the reporter from the Iron Man movies. Oh well, of course you do. Yeah, um, that's what I do. I know. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, she's so nice and understanding the entire time. That if Bradley wasn't such a dick and I just let Mahogany go, mm-hmm. thinking he she could change, fine. like it, and it, and he wasn't even doing it for moral reasons. It's no. not like, oh my god, this guy's killing people. I gotta stop him. No, this, it was just like how weird do I, curiosity. Yeah, like he's like, I need to get better pictures. This guy is a fucking gold mine. Yeah, and I'm just gonna follow him around. You know, that's something I didn't really think about. But yeah, he's not doing any of this for a good reason. No, he's really not. He's, he's just like, a dick. He is. I'm glad I want him to die. <laughs> well, I think you know what? I'll I'll retroactively go back because I'm talking myself into wanting him to die now too. Yeah. Like this is all his fault. It if is. he had just left well enough alone, it'd been yeah, fine. It, yeah. He wasn't being a vigilante or, be, no. or anything. He's just like I need the next best shot. Yeah. And then he becomes like obsessed. I mean, with I this guess guy with and... his his murder clothes, he wanted to kill him murder clothes <laughs> but there's really no reason as to why and right. if anything his craziness makes it seem more like he wanted to kill him so he could be him i never got that vibe from it i didn't but either until po- just now well, I... yeah because i mean you never really get like the feeling that he is like I want to be you. Yeah. You know, but, he's but then also again, not there's no altruistic real, either. There's, all, just... yeah, there's no reason to explain why he has done anything. Cause it doesn't become about the pictures. <laughs> no. Like it becomes more like, yeah, it could be a fascination mm-hmm. obsession. Now I need to, well, I mean, that's again, why we need a sequel. It's like, it's almost like he became possessed. Mm-hmm. And this was his transition into becoming him is something was overtaking him and making him want to do this. Right. And But I don't know. <sighs> uh, grossest moment. Was... Yeah, I'm curious on what yours is because there's a lot of good gory movie, uh, moments. It, in this mine movie. changed like two, three times. And even on my list right now, I have two possibilities. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to go with Mahogany Disassembly when he's... With the sound effects and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, when he's so. treating them like cattle. The, my other one was Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, because that was pretty gross, and then he does this whole thing with the heart. But mm-hmm. I feel like that was more unsettling because it was her mm-hmm. than 
because it was necessarily gross. It also looked more ritualistic as well, though, the way that he pulled it out and was like, Mm -hmm. it's almost ceremonial. So I get the Kalima thing. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't mean I appreciate it. (laughs) But you get it. I don't like it. (laughs) But it's happening. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, the, the, the butchery on the train where he's shaving the heads and plucking the teeth and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that was where I was really like, this is... Uh, it's creepy. It is. But, um... What's so yours? My grossest moment is when the creatures get onto the train and they're feeding. Mm-hmm. But the one shot where they're they're not... They don't lift the bodies off the hooks. They pull the bodies yeah. off the hooks. And so when you're seeing like the ankle ripping and all yeah. that kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, fucking <laughs> sucks. Dude. I don't even like to step on a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those little plastic torturous devices. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that was mine. Creatures pulling bodies off the hooks, just ripping, just rip. Yeah, <sighs> yeah it was so gross. Fair uh, enough. Okay, so... Dumbest I, moment. Yeah, I can't wait to hear yours. Uh, is Brad going crazy very quickly for no reason? Pretty much the scene as he's looking at all the pictures in the living room before the creepy photo shoot in the hallway. <laughs> like, it, it's such a quick turn. There's mm-hmm. no... And I get it's a horror movie. You have to move quickly. You only have so Pacing. much time. Yeah. But it really doesn't make sense. No, he unravels... At a rapid pace. Yeah. Like, it starts out... It's like, Monday is fine, but Wednesday... He's once he hits Wednesday, meat. it's fucking <laughs> Sunday before we know it. And yeah. it's like, oh, we're done. Um, my dumbest moment... I put Maya trying to save Jurgis, even mm. though I get it. <laughs> like, I get her trying to save it, but like... You know... Similar to playing Dead by Daylight, like when you try to save somebody off the hook and mm-hmm. the killer's right there, he might not know you're there, but you were trying to lift a grown man off a hook. <laughs> I would even have a hard time doing that because it's like you're trying to get leverage and he's also rip, upside down. He's upside down. So you get some dong and... in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't even think of that like that dude you sick bastard i was thinking of the thing i was thinking about was like it doesn't matter how slowly gently you do this yeah. the dude's gonna make noise because he has hooks in his ankles yeah. <laughs> like that i mean like no matter you, what this is going to hurt yeah like what like, was your plan after you got him down <laughs> Were you going to take the <laughs> and hooks? And that's the other thing. He couldn't walk. Yeah. Like, I mean, were you going to take but... the hooks out? <laughs> and, like, you're going to throw them over your shoulder? You're going to fireman carry them out? Like, piggyback them? <laughs> like, I didn't think about that until just now. But, like, what was your what was the next move? Yeah. <laughs> like, you get them down, then what? Like, yeah. You, use them as a fucking shield to get away if he comes at you? That would have been good. Then you're still back to where you fucking started. You just, you made it worse for the guy you were trying to save. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So, like, I get trying to save your friend, but I still think that it was... Badly executed. And it wasn't even, like, dumb in the sense of, like, that was a dumb story point. Like, I get it, but, like, it was still, you know, logically thinking was not. Yeah. 
so last thing on the scorecard with each movie we're going to try and do something that's movie specific mm-hmm. whether we'll succeed every time is hard to say but this I like time how you preface that because i gave you shit before we started recording being like all right but i came up with best use of a meat instrument mm-hmm. and mine is ted Raimi's eyes when he hammers him in the back of the head and the eyes shoot out. Oh, you're... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you're... Am I throwing off your... use. Yeah. Okay. What'd you cause... think I said? Well, like... Because, like, like, what I told you when we, before we started recording, I'm like, there's two instruments. You have yeah. a hook and you have a hammer. Yeah, you're not picking the best instrument. You're picking the best <laughs> use of that instrument. Which is what I said in my text. I already even wrote it down. I get it. I feel like a dummy right now because I'm like, we are. Say something. I'll fucking. Um. Best use of an instrument. Well, yeah, fucking clobbering people's. Well, then. Well, you gotta pick one. Well, I can't. You pick the decapitation again. Um. You can pick the same thing twice. No. I'm not going to spend too much time because I'm like, well, what about like, I know that Bradley Cooper had the meat hook in his hand for a little bit. I'm like, did he use that? Kind of. Hmm? Kind of. I like the meat hook to the crotch. That was pretty good. That was almost two because that was like. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That um, (laughs) that hurt. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll steal from you and say that one because I forgot that that was the third Shot. So you had the decapitation, you had the well, fucking the, eye removal, then you had the yeah. It shot. started with the eye because he came up Boom. from behind and and the Boom, and then fucking goosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. So I just I forgot the nut shot, mm-hmm. but effective. Yeah. yeah it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Um. All right. Yeah, it has to be the hammer to the nuts. I just forgot the last three letting the words on that one. <laughs> Because I, I literally, I just wrote, has to be the hammer. <laughs> Anything with the hammer. Because that is... All good. Right. And actually, it was the claw to the nuts. He's the hook on the nuts. Oh. Yeah. Well, you let me say... You said hammer before. You said hammer to Hammer the... to the head. Hook to the nuts. I don't remember you saying hook to the nuts. Fair enough. Either way, same point. Then fine. Hook to the nuts. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and so. But join us for our next episode. So, I'm pretty sure this is decided what our next episode is. I'll let you do it. All right. Since it's. So, what we are going to do for our next episode, we had debated about doing a bonus episode just to put out more content, but we're actually going to try to go as deep as we can with not being able to take notes. But our next episode is not my choice. It's our, it's going to be our rapid review. So for the next episode, we're going to we're going to go and see Brightburn. Yeah. We're going to go watch it. We're going to leave the theater together and then we're going to record a rapid reaction podcast, Mm -hmm. which will be our episode four. Yeah. And then after that yeah at the tail end of that then you can give your pick for what your next one is okay you gonna you want to wait three weeks to hear what if you want well it'd be like yeah it'd be like two weeks for me because then or one week because we'll probably see it next weekend yeah 
fair enough. Um, okay, so yeah, so are, we're wait. Oh yeah, because yeah, we're gonna tracks. Huh? <laughs> Said that math tracks. I'm sure it does. <laughs> it's getting later. I just I was thinking. I'm like, for some reason, the thought popped in my head. I'm like, is it gonna be? We're doing this one this Monday. Then we're doing the next one the next Monday. Like, are we gonna just pop out an next episode? Are we gonna drop it this? Uh, It'll for you listening. Weeks. It will be two weeks from now. Right. Okay. So we're keeping it with the schedule. Schedule. Right. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna uh, next episode will be on Brightburn. Yep. Which I cannot wait to see. Mm-hmm. It came out today. Yeah. We're recording on Friday, yeah. the twenty fourth. Um, so we'll go and see Brightburn. We'll do our rapid review podcast on it mm-hmm. and um yeah and that'll be our next episode yeah and then at the end of that one we'll get to hear what your next pick is right i can't wait yeah i, I can't, can't either yeah i'll let you stew on it i mean watch this we'll end the episode and i'll be like yeah we're doing this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> and i'll go i've never heard of that yeah movie. <laughs> you're i promise you you've never heard of it so i'll go okay but see the thing was is when i was um when i was searching through movies I was trying, I was like, well, I was looking through Shutter. I was looking through Netflix. Mm. I was looking at things that were, I could like, we both have access to because be I nice. didn't own it. Yeah. I was putting a little thought process into it, dickhead. Um, <laughs> but like, even with Shutter, I have Shutter. You don't have Shutter, but you have my login information. So yeah. like, I was trying to find something with that, but this movie happens to be on Netflix. Okay. And so it's an easy swap. Yeah. But I will give you a hint. I do want to drop a hint because I'm excited to okay. do this. I, if I remember right, I believe when it, before it came out, the way it was described was the, it was like the expendables of horror. Ooh. And we'll leave it at that. Hmm. All right. That's, I'm definitely intrigued. Uh, yeah. I'm, I can't wait to watch it. Um, because, I mean, we have to wait a little bit. I was planning on watching it this weekend. Well, but, we could still do that. Well, no, but I don't want to um, I don't want to do that like what we did with Meat Train and watch it too early and then be Forget like... Forget about it. Yeah, which is what I did. Yeah. And so... But okay. yeah, um, June 10th will be the next episode that drops, and it will be episode four, Brightburn. Boom. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. And uh, be sure... I want to thank everybody who has liked us on Facebook. We have a review on iTunes. No, we ha- uh, well, we have a rating on iTunes. Right. Somebody dropped us a five star, which whoever thank you, you were, thank you very much. I'm I'm not going to be the one to be like, hey, you know, make sure you leave that five star review because good or bad, we want honest feedback. True. If there's something you like, you don't like, let us know. Feedback is crucial. I have a lot. Like we've had people have listened to the episodes, mm-hmm. but nobody's really told me what they thought you know i've heard you know hey it's yeah i I dig it it's pretty good but it's like you know feedback is uh essential because like like i said if there's something you like or don't like we can't change it if we don't know but i did um i'm glad that you brought that up because i did want to uh do a shout out for those that uh don't know and this is very recent. Um, the podcast is uploaded anywhere you you know can find podcasts, except mm-hmm. for Podbean. I think we're still waiting for uh, approval on that. I might try to manually do it again. Okay. But uh, we're also on YouTube now. Yeah. So all you have to do is search Pod and Gore on YouTube. Um, subscribe. 
the next person to subscribe will be lucky number 10. Oh. I might even give you a shout out next time for being that. But I wanted to say, well, both of us, to give a shout out to episode... The suspense is killing me. I hope it lasts. <laughs> Don't you fucking walk at me, dude. <laughs> Um, I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to pull up the episode without actually playing the fucking audio from it. If only there was some sort of button you could push on your phone to turn down media audio. <laughs> you're lucky you're across the room from me. Um, I'm very I, happy that you caught my Wonka <laughs> reference, though. I'm not. I didn't think you'd get that it was Wonka. I like it. Yeah, it was quick too. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Kiro uh, for leaving our first. Um, youtube comment oh. i mean we've had a like i said we have a, we have nine subscribers to the channel right now it's it's only it's been like up, a week old so yeah not fine. even it's been up five days um and so thank you to my friends that have done that <laughs> already <laughs> you don't have to say that part <laughs> well it's mostly the people we know i'm like hey go and fucking like hey there's no secrets here <laughs> uh but yeah shout out to my buddy kiro uh he left us a comment on our um on episode two about the lost boys neener um he said this uh the movie actually sounds kind of interesting good episode boys keep it up we so, will yeah we will and uh thank you for leaving that comment Carol. yeah it's uh appreciated um side note shout out on twitter um to our friend Didi. left mm. has been doing a lot of liking a yeah, lot of retweeting that. and so even on facebook as yeah. well just wanted to shout out thank you yeah, um, definitely. Much appreciated. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Pod and Gore. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, um, our email, podandgore@gmail.com. Send emails, comments, anything. Yeah. Um, Questions, whatever. Ratings are good, but words are better. So like, you don't have to leave us a rating, but like, if you have a way to let us know, like I said, what's good, what's bad, something yeah. you want added, something, you know. All that kind of information we could take into account and adjust accordingly. Yeah. And as something more of a shill myself, ratings are nice and helpful because they help us uh, get noticed more. Right. So and on iTunes especially, if we get enough uh, ratings... I believe that'll, it's five. Yeah. We it, get five, yeah. It'll help us pop up on searches more. We'll get higher up on the search bar. Right. And, and we'll get the word out there. And that's what we're trying to do, obviously, in our early days. Right. And I guess... The way that I explained that was wrong. Of course, yeah, I no. want uh, no, <laughs> it's not wrong, but like incomplete. I, no, because I don't want to make it sound like I'm trying to push our friends to be like, hey, give us a five star, leave only five stars. No, I like. Well, yeah, be honest. Yeah, like legit honesty. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. don't leave a rating, but just like they're Being important. With the, your ratings, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to help. You're not, oh. You're not getting there very fast, and we hey, need to wrap this up. Fuck I'm you, trying. buddy. <laughs> I am getting fast. I'm just a little wordier than you are, I guess. Oh, no. And so, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with Brightburn. Bye. Bye. Bye.